welcome to Legion of Tunes. I'm your host, Lou Gonzalez. This is the place where we talk about everything animated. Joining me is Alan Muir. I want to be delivered to the promised land. <laughs> and John Seiler. Hail Sobek. So this week we watched The Prince of Egypt. So this was Alan's pick. Um, Alan, do you want to kind of talk to us why you chose this movie specifically? Or I have a strong emotional connection to this movie because, I mean, I'm Jewish. And this was pr- probably the first animated movie I saw when I, I think I've, I've ever I ever saw. Oh wow! I mean, I remember, I remember being or being in Hebrew school when I was five or six, and we watched like we were we would watch. I think and we watched half the movie one week and then the other half the next. And it's one of those things where I haven't watched it since then, but it's always been in the back of my head as something I really want would want to rewatch. And I when it, when it came my turn to pick, I thought I just thought it immediately came to mind. Well, it is to say fantastic is a gross understatement. Like the animation is the highest level. It's probably what I will compare pretty much any 2D animation for like the rest of the show. Mate will probably have a voice cast that nothing else we will ever watch will compare to. And these songs are absolutely magnificent. And I did not see, did this win any awards? Because I don't see that it did. Uh, probably not, because I think the... Uh, they, I think it wasn't an I animation Prince, award yet? Yeah. The, like, I don't think the animation award was created until, like, about uh, 2000, 2001. So, yes, this is uh, 1998. Uh, the second film ever done by DreamWorks Animation. Oh, I did not realize. What was their first film? Ants. Oh, God. That's the... Um, Woody Allen? Woody Allen, yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Movies, it's Ants, yeah. Yeah. Oof. Although it's better than Bugs Life. Uh, I... Well, I was going to say, at least, like, A Bug's Life is kind of, like, aged better. But both Ants and Bugs Life both feature voice acting from both uh, sexual predators. So, I I don't know, man. I, 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 I think it's just, like, half and half at this point. Okay, I have the accolades. Like, it was not... Nominated for a bunch of for Saturn Awards, uh, Grammys, uh, Golden Globes, any awards, and it won Best Original Song, which is When You Believe. Okay. What did it? What did it beat out? I don't remember. I'm looking this up. And um, it, it, it beat w- out. Okay. It beat out. I don't want to miss a thing, but from Armageddon, that's that's bonkers to me. From uh, the Aerosmith song. Yeah. Oh, thank God it beat that out. That song is terrible. I mean, and it was the best animated feature of the Critics' Choice Awards. I mean, it was a tie with The Bug's Life. Uh, I don't know. I feel like there had to have been better animated pictures that year. Of what? Oh, that beat this out? Or, I'm sorry. Uh, Prince of Egypt and oh. Bug's Life were tied. They both yeah. won. Yeah, because it looked like it was the only two nominees. Yeah. Like, wow. it, like, like 98 is the year that they created this award. They're like, ah, Bug's Life and Prince of Egypt. There you go. And one Bug's Life, like we said, does not belong in the category. I guess it's because it's like CGI. And that was that like an early CGI movie? Uh, n- I mean, no, but it was still like for Pixar standards. It was still like, you know, you had this real big shine on them, you know, didn't this come out i'm trying to figure out like in the line of like pixar films like when this would have come out like i want to say it was probably like their third movie or a second oh my god why is it so hard to figure out like yeah it's their second film so oh, wow. um 
I mean, it was no Toy Story or Toy Story 2, which were like 1 and 3, but you know, um, he, yeah, so it's like you had Toy Story, Bugs Live, then Toy Story 2, Monsters Inc. Find Nemo, and it's like hit after hit after hit. Yeah, so um, this movie did amazingly well. So budget-wise, uh, it was looking up here. So it cost about $70 million and made 14 and a half its opening weekend, but in the U.S. alone, it made 101, and it made another 117 worldwide. So it more than doubled its budget. And it remained until the Simpsons movie. It was the highest grossing non-Disney traditionally animated film, which is pretty oh. crazy. I mean, Christians have a lot of money to spend. Yes. Um, but I, I so I, like we were talking about beforehand, like I think the story in itself is pretty self-evident. It's the story of Moses, but the songs in this and the cast are absolutely stellar. Is there a specific one that you guys want to go into first? Like, can I can I say I was not feeling any of the songs in this movie? Really? I, I mean, like I'm a music like like I come Disney like I come to animated films like for the music. Um, and like I don't know, man. Like I felt like I felt like watch like watching this movie and like i kind of had the same feeling that i had about this movie as i did about tarzan where like the it's like the music there it's just like i don't know man it's there which is funny because the music is probably the best part of tarzan uh, i i like i don't know man i i think tarzan is not bad um i am not a uh what's the genesis guy the not the oh the um I'm, i'm not a fan of him at all really yeah, I get that. Um, um, and like, really, like the only song that kind of like stuck with me was playing with the big boys because it was like Steve Martin and Martin Short, and it just it was like, man, what a weird song to have in this religious movie. Oh, that was the it song was like, I like the least. Yeah, I know because it, it it doesn't fit. It's it's like watching Les Misérables and hearing uh 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 like Leader of the House. And you're just like, what a weird, like, real. And like, at first, I'm like, oh, like, this must be like the song they wrote into the film. I'm like, nope, like, this is just a song that's like in the original run of of Les Misérables. And I was like, what a what a weird break for for this movie. Um, but yeah, yeah, playing with the big boys is such a strange, weird song. And and I think that's like kind of why it stuck with me because I was just like, did that happen? Did that well, did that song entire, happen? Those two characters are the ones that do not fit in this entire thing whatsoever. No, this movie they, is so serious like it does not there are like very few joking kind of things except for those two characters and they do not fit they are Timon and Pumbaa I feel like it it really you're saying Les Miserables is a great comparison because like I think a lot of the music this music reminds me of that like it's so big and operatic yeah but this whole story is like big and operatic and it's again it's so serious and then you have these two random characters they're actually the thing I like the least about this movie oh yeah I kind of wish they were not there if they were not there at all I think it would have actually made the movie better they're in the movie because it's like dictated by like Disney standards is that you need like comic relief like, comic relief villain and they're not mm-hmm. really comic relief but like they're like they're like the 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 sidekick to the villain but like you also don't get any payoff really with them like no, getting nothing theirs. happens like really yeah like what they do that song the the big boy song and then they do the thing with the water because he like turns the the river to blood which I guess people are freaked out about and, was, and they're like ah I gotta get out of the water I'm like I, I'm like it's just and that dude I, just I mean, face plants I, I'm like I'd be more worried oh, about yeah. the crocodiles there in the in the river but whatever um and then they like turn the water red to like prove that 
like, oh yeah, we're, this is just like mumbo jumbo. And then you never see him again. No, because they don't fit into the rest of the plot at all. No. Then it's like, why are they there? That That's actually their last big, their only big scene. Um, yeah, it's that, that one song when he shows up and turns his staff into the snake. And then that secondary scene. Which, okay, like also, like, I'm not like... I, I'm not update on my my Bible reading, but I thought it was like kind of funny when he like you know g- when Moses like gets the staff from God and he's like okay go go and tell him to let my people go and he's like uh sure I mean like I don't think they'll listen to me but whatever he's like I'll be with you don't worry and he goes to see his brother and he's like hey can you let my people go he's like well I mean what like what is what does your God do what can he do and he's like this and he like turns his staff into a snake. And I'm like, oh, that is part of the story. Sure. And I'm just like, oh, come on, God. Like, I mean, I imagine if you would have like did some big pomp and circumstance, you could have you could have cut this like a little bit earlier. Well, it's part of like the whole story. But God, like, sure. Which is, it is interesting to talk about this way. Um, I did think that that scene like with Moses talking to God was done like really well. And I thought that the way they handled like God's voice was really interesting. I was reading the wiki about it and like they went through a lot of research to try to figure out god's voice yeah i thought there was like that line where um moses is like like he's like i like i like why would they listen to me and he's like they'll listen he's like but but they hate me like why like i think you picked the wrong guy like i think you should pick someone else and he's like who made the deaf the mute the blind it was me and i'm like i'm like god that's probably not something you should be bragging about yeah this is because you're dealing with old testament god Old Testament God oh, was a bad motherfucker. Oh yeah, uh, Old Testament God was a real dick. He, Old Testament God was shaft. Yes, <laughs> but he even says he's like, oh, I know he's not going to listen, but like, don't worry about it. Like, it's yeah, happen. I got, <laughs> I got an ace up my sleeve. Like, yeah, and, and that worry, ace, I'm going to smite Egypt. Like, yeah, he sort of was like, oh, he's not going to listen, but don't worry about it. I'm just going to smite all of Egypt until I, he lets you. I go. think like, I, I think like by the end of the day, I think that's like kind of my like the thing that like makes me not be super into the movie. I think is like as I was like when I was a kid is like I just see like all the fallacies of like of oh, like religion. Moses being this guy who was the prince of Egypt who then all of a sudden seems to care about the plight of like the slaves because he's like he finds out that he's a slave him he you know he he could have been a slave himself and all of a sudden now he cares or like I, I don't know man it's just like there's just like a lot of fallacies within the story oh, that well, I that's... know it's not the fault of the movie because it's the thing that happens in the book but like at the same time it doesn't make me like really feel sorry for moses or feel bad for like the pharaoh or like it's like they all just seem like dickheads and i mean the pharaoh is the biggest dickhead because he's like he's he's using slave labor well if anything the biggest dickhead is his father seti yes he's the yeah, one like picard yes oh like like and it was super weird that like they like they have like his mom be like kind of like this figure who's like putting good influence in his life and then when he comes back like you know it's like like do we are we to assume that like their his father and his mother died because it's like at the, and at that point i'm like well then why even have that character well because she's like integral to like the raising of moses although we don't really see it in this like she's the one who finds him and like her good heart is like who brings him in sure but it's not her good heart that leads him to help the slaves it's him no. finding out that he was a slave that makes him want to help a slave yes but again like i that's where like i didn't really want to do like a huge like plot thing because it's like they just did a almost like shot for shot or whatever how you would say like rep- 
representation of the story in the book of uh, Exodus. Yeah, in the book of yeah. Exodus. Like, well, also with the God thing, they did a similar thing in Ten Commandments, where Charles Charles and Heston played Moses. He also did the voice of God. Wait, are you telling me that the Prince of Egypt was a prequel to the Ten Commandments? <laughs> <laughs> but like it's again it's like those two that's another movie that like is an amazing movie but it has it's the exact same it's they're basically shot for shot the same thing the only big differences are is like the opening when we get to adult moses or i guess are they i guess you would say like they're adult but they're young adults like the like chariot race thing where they destroy stuff like mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff i thought was an interesting way of being like oh they're not just like oh like he's not adopted like he doesn't even like no one knows that he's adopted because even the brother doesn't remember even Ray he doesn't remember yeah. him being found because he's like a little he's like a toddler and it's showing how close he is and how much he feels betrayed by everything but i don't know i i really like the song i love um through heaven's eyes like i thought that was a great song that's the song that um the old man sings when they're dancing around the fire and stuff oh, oh the, jethro uh, jethro uh, yeah the you can you can marry my daughter song yes <laughs> Yeah, I, like also, I so I've been watching because I told you guys this in the YouTube or in our in our Facebook Messenger, but I, I thought it was just like a really funny happenstance that like I was I, I've been going through uh, the original Tiny Toon Adventures currently, um, and one of the voice actors for a character that like I've actually like never seen before, uh, and who's also like not a voice I recognize in the show. It's like Vinny Venison. It's like an episode where like Montana Max goes out in the woods and goes trying to hunt deer, and Vinny Venison. Is, like tries to like you know basically do you know the old Bugs Bunny Elmer Fudd stuff and I'm like oh like I wonder who this voice actor is and it was like oh he's like a Tony Award winning actor and he also voiced the singing voice of Jethro in The Prince of Egypt yeah good old Brian Stokes Mitchell yeah so I just thought that was like a real funny like oh every everything's connected yeah but um I'm trying to think what else I guess we've kind of covered the song I guess we could talk about the voice acting this has the most insane cast of voice actors like ever from like top to bottom so moses is val kilmer and this isn't like batman forever val kilmer like this is post batman forever pre um pre mcgruber yeah oh well this is this is val kilmer at the top of his game when in all his powers and glory when he's like nice and skinny and doing movies so that like doing like good movies and not becoming so marlon brando th- before the 2000s happened yes Although he has one movie in the 2000s that is amazing. Um, what do you call it? That uh, The guys that did um, Iron Man 2, is it? What's it called? Um, oh, my God. My brain is fried right now. Uh, didn't, okay, so I guess they're making a new Top Gun? Oh, they've been talking did, about that forever. Didn't didn't Iceman die in Top Gun? No, he did not. Goose died. Goose died. Yes. Sorry, spoilers for Top Gun. Yes. Yes, yeah, spoilers for a 30-year-old movie. Yeah, so he yeah, did this. And I'm trying to think. Like, I'm looking through his IMDb. Of like the neck oh my god he did a bunch of trash after this yeah i mean i mean the 2000s weren't kind to him but i mean you know he did kiss kiss Big bang bang which is that's that's the movie i was good thinking, bang bang because that's a shane black movie isn't it oh oh my god he was in a 10 commandments the musical where he reprised his role as moses i did not know that <laughs> wow <laughs> he really loved that role oh wow i did not realize top gun is like his fourth movie but we are like hanging up on uh, Val Kilmer when the rest of this cast is also yeah Ray Fiennes, <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer, Sandra Bullock, the 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 goat Jeff Goldblum. 
Danny Glover, Patrick Stewart, uh, or I should I say Sir Patrick Stewart and Dame Helen Mirren play the first uh, Pharaoh and Queen, and then Steve Martin and Martin Short are our comedy duo. Uh, it's also like kind of funny because you know I mean they didn't do like a whole lot of 2D animated films, uh, DreamWorks, but like you have like Jeff Goldblum who then like a year later did uh, The Road to El Dorado, which uh, I think is the best DreamWorks animated film they've done, or at least one of the best. Uh, and then you also have uh, Michelle Pfeiffer who did Eris in uh, uh, Sinbad, which I've never watched, but I hear is criminally underrated. So it's like you have like a lot of people in the voice casting who then like sh- you know showed up you know later in in you know other DreamWorks stuff like oh yeah I assume Patrick Stewart has done Dream uh, other DreamWorks animated films oh, I'm sure he's done like a ton of voiceover work just in general I do think it's like Helen Mirren must have recorded for like maybe an hour because I can barely remember that character having more than four more than two sentences said oh yeah well I mean that goes back to earlier where I'm just like why it's like they it's like her her role doesn't really set up the his face turn it's like, really patrick stewart who no his face turn is sandra bullock yes well no his his commitment to leaving is is seti yes is when he finds the well first he blacks out and has the dream which is an interesting animation that it changes to for that one moment like yeah. that one thing because it changes to that like animation where it's like the pictograph the hieroglyphics kind of thing and that was really interesting i did not remember that whatsoever so that was really interesting to see and yeah it did uh uh, it, it was definitely interesting but yeah that's when he sees the thing on the wall and is like oh this is what happened and that's yeah like you're right Alan that's when he does his big face turn yeah he finds this giant mural of, of babies, babies being, being fed being... to crocodiles yeah because Hale Sobek and I'm just like is this the first time you've seen this painting because it's big enough to where you could probably see it from a mile away well it's just like it's in some other room I guess I mean, it's like in their, I guess their like library. It's like, I don't know. Maybe he wasn't a huge reader. And then the, like the next, so like, I don't know. I, I love the voice cast in this. I thought everybody was awesome. I think Jeff Goldblum is kind of like, at least for you, John, seems like your way in. Cause he's the one that's like, oh, so like, what are you going to do this? Like, why do we care? You found out you're one of us. He straight up is like, oh, you're in the muck now with us. And now you're like, blah, blah, blah. And like basically calls out Moses and all his bullshit. Yeah. And then like his sister is just like, hey, come on. And then <laughs> Moses gets up, walks away. And then they all follow him. And I'm like, I'm like, really? I'm like, okay. You do whatever Sandy tells you. But like, I don't know, this movie was like the animation is like beyond fantastic. Like the, Oh, the, sure. And like I, I get like I think what you bring up is kind of the biggest complaint of the movie in general, which which you could have is that like but it's more like the source material. It's not the actual like the they can't really if you're making a movie like this, it's not like you can like re edit the plot for this like at all. Like there's not much you can really fuss around with. I mean, I, they they have like that thing at the beginning of the movie where it's like um, artistic and historical licenses have been taken, you know, and to tell this story because you know I I obviously assume that playing with the big boys now is like not in the Bible, but oh, I, I wish it was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, it's just like I, you know, it's like I get it, uh, but I think it's like when it comes to I guess like religious adaptations, I like I still always think about Noah. Uh, the the Darren Aronofsky Noah adaptation is that the one with um Batman or is that uh, a movie? or is that Exodus I think you're thinking of Exodus uh 
Wait, is the one you're talking about the one with um what's his name from Go- uh, Russell Crowe? Yes. Oh my god. Well, all those movies, I think, are all like but, produced by like the same company. Well, no. So Noah, like, actually, like, was um like it was like one of those kind of like religious films where it was shown off to like religious like leaders and they kind of denounced the movie for being um very like uh what's the word um anti-religious um because like i don't know like i mean it's like the idea of like a guy who would only like who would like save like his family and then a bunch of animals and then kind of just like wash the, the world like just get like flooded and it was just like like i don't know if that movie's great or not but i like i it's just you know they took the story and they kind of like looked at like the kind of people who would be involved in a story like this and then like kind of did something that you know i thought was kind of a cool adaptation and and i understand like you know prince of egypt also at the end of the day is a family film so you have to make it as like simple as possible but i kind of wish there was like a little bit more I, i think the movie needed a little bit more nuance well, you say family film, and I'm like, I don't know if it's a family film. Besides that one musical number, this is like, they're, he should have murdered someone. <laughs> oh, I, well, I mean, like, it's a... There's yeah. no gore. There's no gore. There's no gore. Well, we do we see him get murdered. We see the spirits of babies be, or children being, like, escaping when the... Um, yeah, into a wormhole. Yeah, into the wormhole. And then we see Ramsey's covering up and, like, kind of hugging his dead son. Like, this is... Yeah. And then we have the, the mural of uh, babies getting thrown to crocodiles so like this is not like a movie for like young children uh i mean it's a major motion picture animated film well, and, yeah, I think I get away with a lot of that kind of like violence because it's religious. But, also, like, that that like religious violence is okay because it's from a book. I don't agree with that, but oh, uh, something we haven't talked about is the score or the composer for the movie. Oh, oh yeah, Hans Zimmer. Oh wow, didn't expect that. Um, I did see in here, I have a list of almost casts. Some of these are, oh, you're not surprised that some of them are mind blowing. So almost cast as Aaron, which I believe is, uh, um, Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Michael J. Fox. That would have uh, been a completely different character. Cause he would, he's, yeah, I, I wouldn't have like, that. He's like, what, 15 years younger than Jeff Goldblum? Uh, I mean, Michael J. Fox wasn't a young guy. Like, cause, I mean, this was like around the time he was doing Spin City. Okay, okay. It still would have been like interesting. The other ones are like some of them are way more interesting. So for Jethro, Keith David, I don't think that's a surprise. He's, I think he's kind of like a discount Danny Glover. <laughs> Although I do love uh, him in his ex- except except for Keith David is a lot better Danny Glover. I would, <laughs> I would have like Keith David. Anytime he shows up in any kind of animated picture is always a delight. Yes, and then you have Danny Glover is the discount version of the other one which is james earl jones and i'm thinking they uh, could not afford james earl jones yeah not after that lion king money no um for miriam so that'd be sandra bullock's uh character ellen DeGeneres, which <laughs> that would have been real interesting um for seti jeremy irons which he would again that's that lion king that's two lion king people they were trying to snipe um and for instead of michelle pfeiffer jennifer aniston <laughs> <laughs> Which like, <laughs> I don't even uh, see for Hotep Richard Schiff uh, for Hugh or Hugh. I don't. That's one of the comedy characters. So that's Martin Short's character, Tom Waits, the singer. What? Yeah, Wait, uh, who what? is Tom Waits supposed to voice? Uh, Martin Short's character. Whoa. Yes. Like that would have been really cool. Oh, there are some other. I have a bunch of other ones. So uh, Moses, uh, Leo, DiCaprio, which makes sense. Again, I don't think they could afford him. 
Uh, yeah, not for that Titanic money. Uh, Robert De Niro for Ramses. I don't know. I like. I, I don't know, man. Like, was Robert De Niro like caricature Robert De Niro at this point? Ninety eight. This is not. This is before Meet long. the Parents. Yeah, this so... is like a couple years after Heat. How many years? Not... How many years <laughs> after Bron- a Bronx Tale was this? Oh, I have. I have to look up Robert De Niro, which that is one of my favorite Robert De Niro movies. God, I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm still thinking about Tom Waits. Like, could you imagine <laughs> playing with the big boys now if it was Tom Waits and Steve Martin? Okay. <laughs> oh so... my. God, this is after so Casino and Heat are ninety five. He did The Fan, which is a very underrated movie in ninety six. Sleepers in ninety six, which is awesome. Copland in ninety seven, and Jackie Brown in ninety seven. Those are two heavy hitters. Um, this is and in two thousand is oh analyze this is ninety nine and two thousand is Adventures of Rocky Bullwinkle. Oh God, why why did you have to bring that up? Right, I have two more almost. Oh no, three more almost casts, but two of them kind of go together. So one, obviously, if you're gonna have Patrick. Stewart, the other person you would consider for the role of SETI. Ian McKellen. Exactly. And then for, instead of uh, Tom Waits, or instead of uh, Martin, uh, Steve Martin, Martin Short, <laughs> Cheech and Chong. Oh, I would have loved that. <laughs> that would have been oh. so weird. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. <laughs> now tequila is playing in my head. <laughs> But uh, I like I don't know like I feel like this I really like this movie. Um, this reminded me again like as we were talking about, like that era and like that late '90s, early 2000s when there was some really interesting, crazy 2D animations coming out that didn't really do well in the theaters. But like looking back on, are awesome. Like you said, El Dorado, Sinbad. Um, I was thinking of uh, Atlantis and Titan AE. Yeah, we're kind uh, of like a lot of 2D anime. Pic- I mean, there's a reason why we haven't had any major 2d animated pictures you know since uh the 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 print uh the 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 princess and the frog and then before that was like a 10 or 15 year drought yeah well it's just funny it's like, it's like um i'm older than the two of you like i grew up like there were these movies all of the time and they just don't exist anymore like at all like whatsoever no. I, all... I mean to be fair like you know it's much more disney, expensive the disney films in the 80s like weren't doing like super hot like i think of like a lot of those are pretty cool like um uh, Oliver and Company, and um, in like the the Great Mouse Detective, like did fine, but uh, the Great Mouse Detective came out a year after the Black Cauldron, and that like bombed super hard. And you know, it's just like anime pictures weren't doing so hot, and then and then the Little Mermaid killed it, and then you had Beauty and the Beast killed it, and because like those you had those two big big successes, you had like um, you know, it's like American Tale was big, and that's the one I was gonna say, like the American Tale. There's like two of them because there's the first one and the goes Fifle goes west which i don't remember if it did well but i remember that's the one that like played more on tv but Disney was also pumping out those animations like once a year. Like it was a thing at one point. Yeah. Well, I mean, they they were doing them. Yeah, they were doing them like once a year. Yeah. I'm Can looking at like what, what Universal's like animated stuff. Like, you know, American Tale was cool and Land Before Time was really cool. But then it's like. Oh, I grew up on Land There's Before. a reason why Universal closed down their animated division. Like Jet Jetsons wasn't good and We're Ooh, Back, like I super underperformed. And but like. See, the thing is, I think there are, are still 2D animation movies that come out. They just are terrible so nobody talks about them 
because I'm trying to think one just popped in my head like a minute ago and I couldn't uh I can't think of it anymore but like I feel like they still come out they're just not good uh 2d animated stuff yeah but they're not done by Disney or DreamWorks they're like done by kind of lesser studios I mean like I I, like I I follow like like the majority of the stuff I watch is animated stuff like the like the only like good 2d like the only like kind of prominent 2d stuff that's coming out right now is is either you know independence or europe or japan and that's kind of about it yeah i'm like scrolling through like anime movies of 2018 to see like what came out it's a lot of like dc and like marvel animated stuff a lot of anime um oh hotel transylvania was that 3d that's 3d that's sony that's not bad no that's serious it's fun it's it's getting it's like the it's the only way i'm getting gendy tartoski like uh material so since they canceled since they canceled his popeye movie Oh god! I don't even trying to think. What was the like? What was the movie that kind of killed this genre? Uh, it would have been a combined effort of like Titan AE, uh, Treasure Planet, Simbad, and like Road to El Dorado yeah, and Atlantis. Yeah. Like there was like that span of like ninety eight to about two thousand three, where like like every two D Disney animated project like could not like could not make any money, and like Universal like completely shut down their animated division, and Warner Brothers would just send out like you know like they sent out the iron giant to basically die a death um but then at the same time you know like every pixar film is doing gangbusters like shrek makes just all the money in the world and then shrek 2 makes all that money in the world times well, two and it was just like and it was a combined I, I effort with shrek those so where it was like you know 2d wasn't selling and 3d was was so hot that it was like oh like audiences don't care about 2d animation anymore what's well, also it's probably like like cost wise it's probably more expensive to do the 2d animation because it's everything is hand done and then they're bringing they're rebooting shrek yep god fucking damn it this was wrong with the country if you've ever heard of what shrek was originally supposed to be yeah i saw that i like the i like the stuff with chris farley that's it's still like insanity that that was what was supposed to be and i'm like going back through the years and trying to see like when the last time there was a 2d animation film that i was like oh i remember this and i have yet to find one i mean i'm looking at the budget for the princess and the frog and it's not much different than um you know the budgets for like a lot of 2d animated stuff i mean that's also why the illumination stuff is so popular and so many people are like trying to kind of ape that model because all those films only cost like 30 to 40 million dollars and they make like 600 million dollars yeah but there's also a lot of those 3d ones that just like tank hard like um uh, uh what is uh home that is the one yeah. with what's name from uh from big bang i feel like there's a lot of those what is the the same year that zootopia came out wasn't there like another animal movie sing and that, Dude, that did, see? i heard that's horrible it's horrible but that movie made a ton of money did it really yeah no, like no seriously like illumination films make so much money Wow, I guess like 2D animation is just like in TV now, and that's it. Sing made six hundred and thirty-two million dollars. I guess people have to take their kids to see whatever. That's like, and that's like worldwide, and that's like a new IP. Yeah, yeah. I'm like going. I'm like looking through. I'm like, I cannot find a 2D animation film in 2010. Like from yeah. 2010 to now. Yeah, wow. I mean, that's why. Um, 
you know, Leica is such a kind of a breath of fresh air because it's doing, you know, stop motion, which is something like no one ever does anymore. That's why like Into the Spider-Verse was such a breath of fresh air because mm-hmm. Into the Spider-Verse didn't, I mean, like, look, Pixar is, is good, but you know, when I like watching like a lot of old Disney like films, you get the feeling that it's, you know, you had like different creators on each thing. And so you had like a house style for like each animated project, you know, like, that's like, like why like Alice in Wonderland, Snow White, The Jungle Book, and Sleeping Beauty all look so radically different, you know. But then you look at a lot of the Pixar stuff, you know. Oh, they look, they have the exact same kind of style. Yeah, and it's, and I and I kind of miss that, you know, all the Illumination stuff all looks the same, you know. Well, I guess that's like, why it gave room for like Warner to come out with the Lego movie stuff, which we are now yeah. on to the third in that series, basically. And they do like direct The fourth. Theme. Wait, what was the other one? The oh, Lego the movie, Ninjago. Lego Batman, Ninjago, and then uh, Lego Movie 2. Lego Movie 2. Yeah, I've only seen the first Lego Movie, but it's one of my favorite movies. I like, mean, and Lego movie, movie. and Lego Movie 2 is fine, but there's like a real shine that's kind of been lost because they've kind of oversaturated the market. Oh, well, there's also so many animated movies, like directed DVD kind of stuff that they've done with the Lego Movie format. Yeah. I, I don't know, man. I don't really count that. Oh, I know, but I'm just saying like they kind of try to it, jump on that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's like if we were to like how directed DVD stuff, I'm like, oh yeah. Also, the reason why 2D animation died because no one wanted to see The Fox and the Hound 2. Oh god, but The Fox and the Hound the first one is so good. Oh my, like I'm looking through like, I forgot that there was a movie like Rio, which is they did did they do like three of those they did two also i okay i was listening to uh the rebel taxi podcast this week and they were talking about rio and someone brought up that the birds the endangered birds that are featured in rio have gone extinct (laughs) so like they're like well if they ever did a rio three unfortunately (laughs) well technically speaking like i only know i don't know why i know this but like extinct doesn't necessarily that there mean that there's none that exists it means that there's pro that there's currently not enough to sustain the species we don't know where the rest are at yeah but yeah I'm, I'm not sure if there's that much else to talk about like i to me like i thought it was more interesting of like a one obviously like we said the movie is gorgeous i really like the music alan likes the music the i this just reminded me of like that era of mo- like of animated film that just yeah that like came and then went away uh yeah and, and i think that's like the biggest kind of like heartbreaker about watching a movie like that where i'm just like man i remember when like animated films used to look like this and that's not even just like a thing of like oh i hate things Back the way they are now it's just i i wish that there were new 2d animated projects being made at like disney or universal or whoever you know and it's like I, the idea that it's like well we like 15 years ago they underperformed so that means the audience isn't there for it but then you'll get like you know 10 robin hood movies i feel like i feel like there's a robin hood movie like every other year well there was just one this year with the dude with jamie yeah. fox and the dude from um what do you call kingsman. it uh, kingsman yeah or like is, the idea or like or the King idea movie. yeah or like the idea that like superhero female-led films don't sell because catwoman and supergirl and electra underperform and i'm like well no because those are bad why don't you make something good you just gave me ptsd for mentioning supergirl because we <laughs> just reviewed that on saturday or friday or saturday and uh, friday friday and um apparently none of us realized that the version on most streaming services is the 
the longest cut, so it is over two hours. Oh wow! And apparently and, nothing happens. In those and two nothing. Hours. It's two hours of nothingness. And, and it is uh, Peter O'Toole is drunk the, the, the entire time. <laughs> well, he's only apparently in, he's only in two scenes. In his second scene, he's very drunk. Um, that and Electra is a home of Electra is the is a is Fox not knowing what the fuck to do with copies and they, them owning properties and yeah. Um, but I completely like there's a lot of like stuff that they rehash like all the time. Again, it's like the King King Arthur. What was the other one that you said? Um, Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Well, the thing is, those are all like public domain stuff. Yeah. Well, you know what? And also, we've we got two good Robin Hood films, and like one one of them was made in the sixties, and the other one was made by Mel Brooks. Like, we're good. Which uh, is the one where Robin Hood is like a fox? That's the Disney one. That's yeah, a good that's one. yeah the the one that was made in the sixties. Yeah, the, an, like the, an, the animated one and the Mel Brooks one, and yeah. we are good. Yeah, and the animated one, they just took all of the like designs from jungle book and then like brought them over yeah because they're the exact uh, same character designs and or I, they use like also didn't they reuse they also, animation yeah they reuse animation from like snow white from snow white and i think aristocats or from that to aristocats there's like a youtube uh, video that shows yeah that, like, well aristocats came out uh three years after a jungle so then book. so, so well, no, no, not jungle book from robin hood to aristocats yeah and then Arist- so yeah it was jungle book then aristocats then robin hood yeah so robin hood re- uses like a whole bunch of actual animation yeah there's stuff from there's like a whole thing of like scenes i'm gonna share it with you guys now but like yeah they did it all the time back then it's hilarious um oh oh yeah i've i've seen that video like yeah it's it's like super fascinating because it's like you don't you don't see that in you know late later later like disney stuff yeah because it shows like the beauty and the beast dance scene as well as this is the same scene from uh cinderella Mm mm-hmm Oh my god! And they even did it. The Christopher Robin with Pooh stuff is like in Jungle. Oh my god! This is ridiculous. But yeah, like I don't know. This was just more of like super nostalgia for me. I mean, like oh, but like when you bring up the Disney sequels things, that's probably what killed everything. Because how many Lion I, King sequels did they make? Four? Uh, three. three. But no, like I I don't think it's necessarily that. I I think it's because I'm like I'm looking at like Disney's output. Uh, like post post Mulan. I think Mulan is like I think like a lot of, for us that we can kind of consider like oh like that was great, and then everything kind of like after that. So you have Tarzan, which is I think fine you know in the tigger movie which i hear was good did not do money and emperor's new groove which i think is the last great 2d oh, anime i like picture. i like emperor's new groove a lot yeah i think that's the last great 2D anime picture but then you have atlantis which underperformed badly return to neverland underperformed i don't um, Lilo, I barely remember that uh leo is 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 good but like i don't think it made like it oh i guess it did fine and i think it's like one of those it did also like cults, super like, well DVD. remembered yeah. uh uh, but then Treasure Planet, I don't even just remember that died. Like the the budget for that was 150 million. He only made 100. Uh, also combined with Titan AE, which closed down an entire studio. And I think that is a good movie. Yeah, the last, like, from the last time I watched it, I was like, I think this is not terrible. Titan Titan AE came out, and and Warner Brothers closed down their anime division. They're like, we're out. Damn. Uh, but yeah, then Brother Bear, Pete Teacher's Pet, Home on the Range, and then Home on the Range, they were like, we're done. We're closing. I don't remember 2D any of those things. I think I've heard of Brother Bear, but I don't. I've never heard of any of those things. Yeah, and then Home on the Range came out, and then we didn't see a 2D animated picture until uh, when did? 
Princess and the Frog? Yeah, I'm trying to find... Oh, yeah. Oh, nine? We just, yeah, five years later, and then we haven't seen a 2D animated film from Disney since. So In for over years. Almost over a decade. Yeah, 14 years. So, wow. That's crazy. I mean... And no one just... has really... Again, no one's really doing like whatsoever. Like, there's no 2D animations to theaters. Anything 2D is going to streaming services or going to, like, made-for-TV kind of movie stuff. Yeah, like, there's, like, this really cool... um animated film that's coming out on netflix this month uh i'm trying to figure out what it was called yeah because most of the 2d animation stuff i see now is all like the dc comic stuff or marvel like disney's new marvel stuff and that's for either direct to dvd their streaming services or like uh disney xd or like all the stuff that cartoon network does i don't see like anything coming to like theaters because I would um, say, like, some of this, like, the yeah. DC stuff is, like, could be in theaters, but I don't think it'd make any money. Okay. Oh, like, the there was a Teen Titans movie this year. That oh, was yeah, 2D. Teen Titans Go. To the and movies. Also, okay, so I put it into our chat. Uh, there's this animated anthology that's coming out on Netflix in, like, two weeks. Uh, that's by uh, Tim... Uh, um uh the 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 deadpool guy okay uh tim whatever and david fincher yeah it's just it's like oh hey it's adult animated anthology animated anthology because you know it's it's like oh hey like netflix is doing a new heavy metal cool you say that i might make us watch heavy metal just so we can just all sing the awesome sammy hager song but like like netflix is doing like a lot and and because it's like a streaming service and i don't you know and maybe netflix is just shelling out a bunch of money but it's like you have the new carbon san diego the new she-ra this thing a bunch of the original anime stuff that they're like also putting on their streaming service yeah uh and they have tim miller right for love death and robots yeah tim miller yeah and then they have all their yeah the other the comedy anime stuff because they have efforts for family big mouth um ojack horseman yep and and like there's like rumors that there's like there's like a bob's burger movie in the works that i assume will be in 2d um but is like that there's an adventure. yeah that's so why i said disney owned yeah and so who knows about that now um there's supposed to be uh a uh well, I think they've said that they might do another Simpsons movie. Yeah, well, well, I'm I mean just that saying. Simpsons movie that for, that last Simpsons movie was was good. Yeah, it's well, a like hour and a half episode. Like yeah. that has one running plot, so that's what you would want. Yeah, and the, and, you know, and but like that only like that's why it only seems like the you know there's like an Adventure Time movie that's also like being kind of like touted around for a while. But it only seems like we get 2D animated pictures of things that are already based off a TV show, and yeah. and that's it. Well, that's why Spider Verse was such a a big yeah big deal god and hopefully I hope, it I, I re- yeah i really hope that into the spider verse is the real signal of change that i really hope that that movie is well i think to me and i think we kind of like wrap up on talking about this is like i think the reason why into the spider verse it did so well is like it looks so different they got great voice talent and it was but it was four families, like four kids, and it was a different look at a established IP kind of a thing. So, like, I think you could do that with other things if you. It's like giving. It's like again, like the kind of Lego Movie thing. It's like well, everybody knows Legos, and when that first was announced, it's like, oh, what are they gonna do? Like, if you get creative people into it, like if you get creative people to write something and creative people to draw something, like you can get these things to work. They just don't want to take the gamble, and I guess Sony, be, because of like how their stuff has been, they took the gamble and they really raked it in with into the spider-verse well so. with lord and miller and spider-verse phil lord was the only one was the only one who actually had any creative input on it yeah he, he co-wrote the film miller right. just he was just one of the he was just a producer 
But again, yeah, they had, but those are guys that had to make Lego movie. Did they also do Lego Batman and Ninjago or just the Lego movie and Lego two? Uh, they did Lego movie. Then and they, I think I, I think they're like producers on Batman and Ninjago, but they, they did, did not have their hands yeah. in that. Yeah, because they were working on Solo, which Before they, they got fired. fired from because the lead was a piece of shit. Uh, I don't think that's 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 not what I heard. Oh, I thought they just made from what everything they said, like they made it too comedy forward. Like it was like they were going off script too much. Like in in the way that like a Phil Lord and Chris Miller uh directed film would be. And the reason I'm calling the lead a piece of shit is because he snitched on them. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I like that guy. I I I saw him in the what was that? Um, the Caesar, Hail Caesar, Hail Caesar. Yeah, and he's like pretty good in that movie. Yeah, that's why a, like people are like, a, oh, he's a bad actor. And I'm like, uh, no, I mean, Solo, Solo was a really good movie. Uh, he has the craziest origin story ever. Do you guys know it? No. Oh, he and his friend did a video for their friend's bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, and Spielberg was at that bat mitzvah because his kid was also invited and saw it and it was. Was like oh uh, i see something in him and basically personally kind of brought him into the business wow yes and that is how was it ensign elgore is that his name no which one is that and there's like five of those guys that all are like kind of thing. yeah uh oh. ansel elgore was in um baby driver yeah okay which one is the one in solo there's like five of those guys that just like they're just like oh alden einrich yeah yeah that was his first thing. He was on Supernatural. No, CW guy. Um, but I think that kind of wraps us up. I don't, we kind of half talked about like more of this era, but I think that kind of makes sense for what we watched. Um, so why don't we do like a quick round of plugs and then head on out? We have yet to figure out exactly what we're going to watch in the next episode. So we'll keep everybody tuned into that if you listen to the other uh, shows. Y- yeah, it's basically trying to figure out something that you two can watch pretty easily um, streaming somewhere. Well, I can find every, any almost anything with the interest okay i'll find it on itunes i have to i mean i had to watch i i own Darede- i had to watch daredevil like the director's cut for oh, I, heard that's, Zone. I heard that's not as bad no i hated it i i, <laughs> I didn't i only made it 30 minutes in the movie and just had to stop oh, oh god you know and the director's I, I cut completely... takes out all the, the love scenes <laughs> i i completely forgot we do have another animated picture that is going to be 2d that'll be out uh within the next year or two uh, we got Space Jam two on the on the. Oh on the yeah, so they've been talking about that for like. Like, like it's it's got a release date 2021 starring lebron james oh my my one favorite sport podcast they're like oh lebron james is using that movie as a way to like collude and pay people to join the lakers so, like without <laughs> having them to like hit the cap <laughs> like oh you want to come to la you could be in my movie you get paid 20 million dollars but that doesn't count against the cap because it's a different thing which is probably not too far from the truth yeah because he's that. like he i mean space jam 2 is not his first film like he's he's been in no, a bunch of other stuff he's really good in train wreck i hate i don't i'm not a fan of his but he is really good in that movie i have not seen anything else that he has been in. what's he been in besides that uh he did like an animated film last year about bigfoots he's, he's like done some a lot of he's done like little like goofy things like uh like bit <laughs> things. Times go yeah like playing himself in things he's just like i don't know i don't like he just comes he just has like a weird i don't know 
he takes himself too seriously. Yeah, well, I don't I don't watch a whole lot of sports ball, so I don't know. Yeah. God, I'm trying to think of something to pick to watch. Either, like, I like that I know you two haven't seen, or, like, something that I think would be, like, just a good discussion. Oh, yeah. well, I'll think about it. I mean, Lou, Lou got me to, me and Gary to watch Disenchantment, and I didn't like it for the, for oh. the majority of it. Oh, that shit sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was it was a thing. There's, there's still stuff that has to be paid off, though, so that's why I'm yeah. reserving judgment. Um, but why don't we do a quick round of plugs, John? Why don't you uh, go first? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at John, J-O-H-N underscore F-N underscore uh, Siler, S-E-I-L-E-R. Uh, I usually talk about uh, work stuff or post up panels or from work or just talk about whatever. All right. And then you can find me and Alan and John every Thursday uh, on And Now Comics, where we talk about comic books and all sort of coming out. Me and Alan also do Smallville Chronicles. That comes out every Tuesday. That's part of the Phantom Zone as well. And Al has another show that's part of the Los Horror Podcast and Empire like this, Los Horror Games. Yeah, we, we recorded another less than two, under two hour episode, so... And unlike previous, unlike the past few weeks, Hunter was actually on an episode. Oh, nice! So yeah, um, we, talk, we talked about um, we talked about the new Pokemon game and game announcements. Uh, what team are you on? Pokemon Gun. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've fallen very. I've fallen out of uh, Pokemon. Uh, uh, I I love Sun and Moon. Uh, Sun and Moon actually might be my favorite Pokemon game since uh, Gold and Silver. So I am like very jazzed to see like what they how they capitalize off of what I thought was a huge success. Sun and Moon. Uh, we also talked about the possible reveal of Borderlands Three and the possible setting of Watch Dogs Three. And also a little bit about Star Wars uh, or Jedi Fallen Order. All right. But uh, we will catch you guys on the next episode of Legion of Tunes. Don't forget to tune in next week. Adios. Hail Sobek.